to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to talk about the church, specifically prophecies about the church. I've got a lot to cover, so let's get started. Now, to refresh your memory, I've got about 200 pages in a Word document of various prophecies from people whom I believe are hearing from God. And what I just did was did a search on them. This is what I was impressed to talk on, is the church. So these are prophecies speaking to the church. Now, when we say church, we're not talking about a building with a steeple on front and a sign out front. We're talking about us. (laughs) If we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, then we are part of the church. Now, there are some of these things that absolutely do not fit the people that are listening at all. Praise God. (laughs) On the other hand, uh, as the old saying says, if the shoe fits, wear it. In other words, if there are some things that kind of stab you in the heart, then maybe that's something that we need to consider going to prayer about and maybe making some changes in our life. And if you can get through this broadcast and not feel like uh, the Lord is kind of nudging your heart on anything, well, then good for you. Okay, so let's start. Marty Breeden, November 17, 2018. Title, Lucifer in the Church. He said, last night, I saw myself walk into a beautifully ornate church in this dream. It was full of gold and silver. And as I made my way up the aisle, I saw a figure standing in front of the church. As I walked, I saw idols of gold and silver and other costly items. This seemed to be a tabernacle of beauty. And it was so white and seemingly spotless inside, I continued to walk up the aisle. And this church seemed stunning in its beauty. Yet, I felt my spirit grieved. I still knew there was someone standing at what would be between the pulpit and the altar. I had not looked upon his face, but I saw his body and I knew that he was facing what would be the congregation. Yet the place was empty, and there was no one in there but him and me. I turned to see who it was that stood before the congregation. It took my breath away, and I think I may have actually gasped. He stood there in a beautiful white robe that flowed down to his ankles. I saw he had on sandals, and he had the feet of a man. Shockingly, as I began to examine him, he was wearing what appeared to be a priestly garment, as did the Old Testament priests. I looked at his chest, and he was wearing the breastplate, with precious stones on it, set in gold. Then I went to look upon his face and his head. Had I not known that God was with me, I may have died with fright. His head was that of a Baphomet. It seemed as though he was not aware that I was there until I saw his face and his head. He would have slain me if he could have. I knew that instinctively. He hated me with a perfect hatred. Then he reached down by his side and grabbed what appeared to be a huge, long spear. He was visibly angry and furious. He took the spear and with great anger and malice threw it straight up. It pierced through the top of the church. It went through the roof and high into the skies. I sensed that I was not to move, not to say a word or do anything other than just watch and observe. The spear was gone up a short time, and then I heard it whistling as it came back down. And it came back in and entered back down through the same hole as if it had left through the roof. I saw it come down through the roof, and the spear went directly into the head of the Baphomet 
and struck him mortally, killing him instantly. Now, he says, this is the interpretation. The churches in America are beautifully constructed, full of gold and silver. The people worship the gods of gold and silver and covetousness. Satan is at the head representing Christ as the Antichrist, using enticing words of lies soon to be turned into lying signs and wonders. The lies he spreads go from church to the whole world, but in the end they will return upon his own head to his own destruction in the day of Christ. It is Lucifer himself standing between the sheep and the shepherd. His sheep hear his voice, but don't recognize it as a deception. Now let's go to one of the most famous of all dreams. I've talked about it many times, but I generally only talk about just the conclusion, but this time you're going to hear the whole dream, and that is the famous Arafat in the hospital. Now what you've heard is that Arafat will go into the hospital, Israel will give the Palestinians a state, the Palestinian state would be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military, oil would be discovered, the oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land, then Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. But there's a whole lot more to the entire dream. We're about to read the whole dream today. April 15th, 2002. In this dream, I saw Mary Jean Stevens, and this comes to us from my wife, Leslie Johnson. I saw Mary Jean Stevens and I ministering at a meeting. Mary Jean is Hayseed Stevens' wife. Hayseed is the man that God told that the largest oil field is located at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. Now, let me just pause for a second. If you listen carefully, you're about to get some real gems, some real jewels about what we're about to see, I believe, even this year. There's some real clues in this, even though it was given back in 2002. While we were ministering, Leslie said, Mary Jean got a call from Hayseed. He said, Mary Jean, you need to get home because war is about to break out here in Israel. Hold it. Hold it. Stop everything. Listen carefully. That was a really big hint. Mary Jean got a call from Hayseed. Now, Hayseed represents oil in Israel. He said, Mary Jean, you need to get home. War is about to break out here in Israel. Meaning that the discovery of massive amounts of oil in Israel has something to do with the words war is about to break out here in Israel. Meaning oil in Israel and war in Israel go hand in hand. Let's go on. That night after the meeting, I saw myself sleeping. Leslie said, I had a dream within a dream. And I saw a news report on television that announced that Israel had given the Palestinians a state. That's the third clue. Okay, so the first clue is war in Israel, oil in Israel go together, and also Palestinian state. Got it? War, oil, Palestinian state all closely linked together. My opinion, I think we're about to see possibly all three very soon. Maybe even this year, this year, next year, very, very soon, okay? Let's go on. I heard the Lord say, you must tell everyone that oil is going to come forth soon. It will cause the Jewish people to fight back for their land. Then I heard the Lord say, let Baltimore know. Now, let's pause just a second. I can tell you in advance, we don't exactly know everything about this dream. And, of course, that's the way the Lord intends it. Sometimes there's things he'll tell you that you don't understand until all of a sudden, boom, it hits. And it speaks to you exactly at the right time. 
And we've been guessing since 2002, why did he say let Baltimore know? We still do not know the answer. Why did he say? But she heard the audible voice of of the Lord say, let Baltimore know. I do not know the meaning of that, but we are watching for it. Let's go on. Then I heard the Lord say, let Baltimore know. I kept asking the Lord, why Baltimore? Why Baltimore? Then I woke from the second dream. In my first dream, I began to tell Stan what the Lord had said. Stan said, Leslie, there are a lot of people we must tell. We met a man who is in high position. Now, here's the part you haven't heard, and this is very important. She met a man who is in a high position with power and knowledge concerning what was truly going on in Israel. As I began to tell this man my dream, she said, for some reason, we are to tell Baltimore. I asked him, why Baltimore? He said, because there are a lot of Jewish people who live in Baltimore. And I said to him, meaning Stan, Stan and I will be in Baltimore in a couple of months to do a crusade. And yes, we were, but we thought maybe that was having to do with it. But now we don't think so. Let's go on though. There were about eight of us, and we were discussing my dream. We needed to find a place to talk. The man told us to follow him. Everyone was eager to find out more about this dream. We all walked through what appeared to be an airport waiting area. As I walked through, I noticed a lot of Jewish people. I could tell by the way they were talking and visiting. And I passed by this one woman. I noticed she was reading, now this is important, this is important, reading a small newspaper like the Jerusalem Post. Now remember that. That's important. Because I suspect that in the second dream that she had years later, what would that be, four years later, January 22 of 06, where she had the dream that actually said these, or told these seven headlines to the fall of America. My suspicion has always been that it'll probably be an Israeli newspaper that has those headlines, and I thought maybe it would be the Jerusalem Post. Well, here it is mentioning Jerusalem Post in this dream. Now, that's not saying thing in concrete, but it's something to watch for. Let's go on. I noticed this lady was reading a small newspaper like the Jerusalem Post. I was drawn to what she was saying. I heard her say with an accent, Arafat is in the hospital. She did not say why or however, but she was happy to hear he was in the hospital. We made our way through the crowd into a small room used for an office. Inside this room was a woman already sitting there. Now, let me tell you in advance, the woman in the room that's already sitting there represents the church. Throughout prophecy, a woman represents Israel, the church in general, the believers in specific the Israel or Israel in the church. So, inside this small room was a woman already sitting there. She was an older woman and would not get up to let us meet privately. However, as we began to talk and visit, she would say, Huh? 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 We decided that she just couldn't hear very well, so we just let her sit there and we went on with our meeting. Now, pause a second. Isn't that just like the church? How many thousands of people have heard me talk about just such things. And they're in the church, but they just have a hard time hearing. The church has a hard time hearing prophecy in general, and especially anything to do with America in the last days in specific. Why? Because, well, they said as a queen, and they shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. 
and she should be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. In other words, the church thinks she's not going to go through any trouble because there is a misunderstanding that has been taught to them. Now, let me reread that last sentence so you get the flavor here. She was an older woman, would not get up to meet with us or to let us meet privately. However, as we began to talk and visit, she would say, huh, huh, huh? We decided she just couldn't hear very well, so we just let her sit there and went on with the meeting. We shut the small sliding door behind us. The man that had followed us into the room said, Oh, don't worry about the people outside the waiting room, meaning the world. Even if they could hear, they wouldn't understand, and they would just think we were saying foolishness. Isn't that true? Isn't it so true that most of the world thinks all of this prophecy stuff that we think is so important They think it is just a big pile of rubbish. And even the church, they just have a hard time hearing. They just can't seem to understand. It's it's so accurate. Anyway, let's go on. Oh, they won't pay us any attention anyway. So once inside, this man with high connections in Israel said, All right, Leslie, tell me your dream. So I told him the dream that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. But... It'll be a temporary arrangement to allow the Jews to enough time to regroup and get their armed forces prepared. And I told him that oil will come forth quickly. The discovery of large amounts of oil will make all of the Jewish people willing to fight for the land. And it will lead to a major war. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. What leads to a major war? I told him oil will come forth quickly. The discovery... The discovery, the discovery of large amounts of oil, the discovery of large amounts of oil, the discovery of large amounts of oil will make the Jewish people willing to fight for the land, and it will lead to a major war, almost like the whole world would get involved in this war. So oil, just as it played a part in World War II, and if we knew the truth, probably played a part in all of the wars since the turn of the century, the turn of the 19th century, and it's probably going to include the beginning of World War III, too. Anyway, now, here is our latest interpretation on what we think that is saying. Concerning Arafat and the hospital, Leslie and I have discussed the dream. We feel that we have additional understanding, but it totally is not understood yet. The primary purpose of this dream is to give us signposts leading to the next major war in the Middle East. The first event will be when we see Arafat going to the hospital which was fulfilled November the 2nd of 2004, the day President Bush was reelected to office, and the Democrats took a great defeat and left the Republicans in control of all three branches of the U.S. government for the first time that most can remember. Does that sound familiar? It does, doesn't it? The older woman in the room who had a hearing problem represents the church. There will be many Christians who will not have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. They will not recognize when the Lord is speaking through this dream. Some will be thrilled with Israel's giving the Arabs, the Muslims, a declared state. They will think and say, yay, finally, finally we have peace in the Middle East. The people in the outside waiting room area are those that don't really care or even understand. Those are the ones that live in the world. People of the world do not want to hear the warning or the truth. They just want to have fun. Even when they read this dream, they will not have enough information to understand it. The Palestinians will be given a state, but this is a plan to conquer them. Peace will only be a smokescreen for a short time to allow Israel to build its military to prepare for war. Now, where do you suppose Israel gets the money to build her military? 
oil, brothers and sisters. Oil will spring forth and cause the Jews from around the world to return and fight for the land. Okay, now, let me give you a revelation. I kept wondering, how is it that you're going to get so many millions of people? I mean, Ezekiel 39, 28, I believe it is, says that I will leave none of them there, meaning every single solitary Jew on the planet will move back to Israel and and I believe it's Isaiah 45, it says basically everyone that calls themselves by his name, meaning the Christians, most of the Christians will return back home too. So there's going to be a great influx of people around. But I kept wondering, how are you going to bring the Jews back to Israel? Then it struck me. Okay, so try to imagine this. We have 12 tribes in Israel. So massive amounts of oil is discovered. Doesn't make any difference which one of the tribes it's discovered in. My suggestion, and by the way, if Israel asks me, well, Stan, you discovered this, what do you think we ought to do? I'll say, well, I think you need to distribute it equally among all people that are of Jewish blood and who currently live in Israel. If they don't live in Israel, then sorry, Charlie, but you got to move to Israel. Well, there you go. That here, Let's put it this way. If Israel was going to, or someone was going to pay you and your family's way, to move to Israel, and you are of Jewish descent, and you move there with the promise of getting a nice monthly check as your share of the oil, would you move? Uh, yeah, probably so. By the millions. That's the summary on that one. Now let's move on to the next one. We're still talking about the church here today. Then Prophet Sundar Salvarej said this, and I'm going to say it up front, then I'm going to give you the run-up to it. He says, the church in the United States will be held accountable before God. What's that mean? Well, Isaiah, or excuse me, Revelation 18.24 says, In her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. Meaning, God holds America for all the blood spilled by all the Christians around the world. We're supposed to be the one that is holding up the standard, holding up the wall, holding back the devil, and holding back the new world order. Then I want to talk about Shane Warren. One sentence, he says, this comes to us from part of the vision given to Shane Warren concerning the church. He says, the body of Christ stood up. People returned to the churches and miracles returned to the church. I saw cities of refuge where God was protecting them and revival was taking place. Listen to this next phrase. Judgment brings revival to America. I've said it many times, August 8, 2015, I heard the audible voice of God say, this is the time of miracles, and then he downloaded to my heart, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. So there is another voice, and there are many of them saying the same thing. Now let's go to Doug Metzger. This is from his vision, how the church was formed in America. He says, this is, by the way, from his DVD, Will You Survive America's Fall, uh, February 2013. He said, the Lord showed me a mountain range, and rain fell upon the mountains. The rain went down the mountain by the path of least resistance, forming a vast lake on the desert floor below. The lake was as great and as far as the eye could see. Then the sun arose, and the heat increased, revealing that the lake, while vast in size to the eye, had no depth, but only a few pools. These pools had some depth, because they knew the Father, and the Father knew them. The church in America has not known suffering and hasn't developed any depth in Christ. So 
to persevere under the great heat to come, much of the church will evaporate. Wow. Here's another one, very powerful. This comes to us from Neville Johnson of Australia. This comes on the Day of Atonement, 2014. He says, a heavenly visitor entered my room at 6.30 a.m. I assume that's an angel. And said, write this down. I immediately recognized this visitor, having had a number of encounters with him in the past. He quoted the following scriptures. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine. The gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house, we say that again, it's important. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than that of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, what's he talking about? The glory of this latter house, meaning the miracles that I believe are about to start this next year, 2019, are going to be greater than the world has seen all the way back to Adam. No one has seen these kind of miracles. Pastor Massey said sevenfold miracles, which is why we're having the miracles, sevenfold miracle crusades. That's where we get the name for it. Now let's go on. He emphasized the words all nations and desire. I knew that every nation in the world was about to be shaken in a very real way. His emphasis on the word desire was in relationship to wealth and or precious things. Then he quoted the following scriptures, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he hath prophesied, saying, Yet once more, and I shake not the earth only, but also the heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. What he's saying is he's about to shake the earth, meaning we're about to go into the tribulation, meaning that if you are able to be shaken, you will be shaken and you will fall, but some will stand. Watch ye therefore and pray always that you might be accounted worthy to escape all these things. And to stand before the Son of Man. That doesn't mean escape by a pre-trib rapture. That means to survive to the end and be still standing when Jesus returns. The emphasis on this passage of Scripture was the phrase, consuming fire. He spoke about the shaking that would also release, here it is, here it is, a baptism of fire upon those in the church who are pursuing the Lord and seeking his purity in their lives. Then a vision opened up in front of me, where I saw this angel holding what looked to be like a very fragile, large, ornate cup and saucer. This cup was very thin and fragile. Written on the cup were the words, The Nation's Economies. I then was able to see inside of the cup, and on the inside it was filthy. The angel then said, The economies of this world are like this cup clean on the outside, but filthy on the inside. I then heard a crack, and the cup began to crack and quickly fell apart into pieces. The scene then changed, and this angel was holding a large... Are you catching this? What he's saying is that there is about to be a falling apart 
of the world's economies, and the church will rise with sevenfold miracles. Are you catching that? Okay, you got listen to the small words, but listen to the big words. Listen to the small view, but see the overview. Got it? Okay, here we go. The scene then changed. The angel was holding a large man upside down by his leg. He began shaking the man upside down, up and down, movement very violently. As I watched, all kinds of things began falling out of the man's pockets, things such as gold and silver and inventions, which seemed to be in connection with energy as well as other inventions. Now, hold on. Have we not seen a release of energy over the last couple of years since Trump's been in? There's more. There were cures for certain diseases also falling out of this man's pockets. Cures for cancer, diabetes, asthma, Alzheimer's disease, many other diseases. Cures for these diseases already revealed but hidden by pharmaceutical companies. This giant represented the world and the financial systems. Are you catching that? meaning that when we see a financial disaster, we're going to see all kinds of cures and all kinds of hidden and kept back inventions released. There's going to be a great release of good as the bad pours out. Again, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. This is talking about miracles, brother. Are you catching this? This is good stuff. Let's go on. The cures for these diseases already exist, but have been hidden by the pharmaceutical companies. This giant represented the world and the financial systems of this world. And as I watched this unfold, this angel began and shouted the words, shake, exposure, transfer. I'll say that again. Shake, exposure, transfer. As he said this, I felt the earth under me shake like a tremor. Well, what have we seen even in the last two or three weeks? A lot of tremors, a lot of earthquakes, a lot of shakes. I told you several months ago, I told you that earthquakes are coming next. Go check it out. You'll find broadcast up there. At this point, I heard the Lord speak and say, One more time, I will shake the heavens and the earth. There is no more time. It will start to unfold now. It will start first. Oh, by the way, this came in 2015. It will start first in the church. But remember, there's also a respite. God gave us a delay in these things, okay? So don't think that these guys have missed. God gave us more time. It will start first in the church, then in the nations. At this point, I began to see certain things happening in the world. There were exposures in the church, hidden things that came to light as a purifying work in the church as it gets underway. This will shock many people, but it is God at work. For the time is come that judgment must begin, and it must begin at the house of God. And if it begin at us, what shall the end of them be that obey not the gospel of God? All right, now we know that there's about to be over 60,000 people arrested. Do you think that there's going to be some that are in the house of God that are among that number? Bible says, for judgment must begin at the house of God. So rest assured, do not be shocked. When among the 60,000 are some leaders in the church. Well, I have not come anywhere close to finishing this whole thing. I'll mark it. And probably, with the help of the Lord, we'll see about continuing it here tomorrow. In the meantime, yes, brothers and sisters, hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a very, very prosperous and wonderful spiritual blessing and growing year for the year 2019. And also, when it comes time for your giving, please remember the Prophecy Club. God will bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for those gifts of support.
Douglas. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. In my opinion, the most important gift offer you can get is the Wake Up America gift offer. It's the testimony of Dimitri Dudeman being put through five months of torture, twice on the electric chair, the angel coming to him and telling him the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. All of this is also put into a book called Prophecies of the Fall of America. It also has Michael Boldea and the prophecies from Prophet Leslie Johnson. And then I teach through, in American Bible Prophecy, 193 scriptures. That's two DVDs and a book valued at $75, all three of them available for a gift of just $30. If you don't get anything, get this. It's called the Wake Up America Gift Offer at prophecyclub.com. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. 